What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to episode 206 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I, one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the man who has reappeared, Brevin the Dude Stanford. What's happening, Doug? What are you talking about? I'm gone now. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> He's back, baby. How you doing, Doug? Yeah. Doing good. Doing good. Just chilling, you know, acclimating to um, to my, my new residence. Still, still needing to set some things up here, you know. You know, get get some flashy lights and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Elden Ring, and it's all your fault. Yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is, baby. <laughs> I'm glad, I I'm I am in the process of being one with getting good right now. Yes, yes. One oh, one yeah. eventually gets good, but you have to beat it first before you can say I've gotten good, and then you. Can but you haven't right beaten now. the game yet, so you. Can't I've beaten say four that. other Dark Souls games, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i'll take it <laughs> yeah you watched me one phase the second sister on fallen order i want to i want to see you get you know what, i'm not even gonna go <laughs> i want to see you get the fucking sekiro okay get through get through fucking blood i did play the shit out of sekiro i haven't played bloodborne yet but i'm kind of just waiting for a pc port yeah Aren't dude all, but if you right? haven't finished like the last three bosses in sekiro no i didn't which are so insane they took it off Game Pass. That's why I couldn't beat it. <laughs> so good. Yeah, no, it's all right. Understandable. Yeah. Anyways, I want to dive us in through here because we have a lot to pack tonight. We also have the man who eats, Garrick Bartholomew Eaton. What's happening, dog? Well, you know, just chilling, just chilling. How's you everybody doing today? Cold, Cheers, baby. Cheers. Bro, I always got, always got a DC, DC? bro. I always got a DC, bro. Yeah, I got you. Always got a DC on me. Uh, Brevin gave you a cheers. Though. I'm just gonna leave him hang like that. You oh, I didn't see him. Cheers, I didn't see him. I cheers, yeah. cheers. There you go. There you go. Um, so I had a uh, diet Pepsi today, and I felt like a fucking traitor. Um, yeah, so, you so are. I, so, <laughs> yeah. I only, so I drank. Uh, That's treason. Uh, I only drank a little more than half of it. So what the fuck am I doing? Um, and I went and got a sprite instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's the Excellent acceptable points. alternative to not having a DC. Yeah, I was um, a fool. Listen, right. no, no, no. Uh, Sprite is always the first choice. Spicy water is spicy is water. Over. Definitely is the. the okay, I do love me some Sprite. Berry but like, Sprite. It really depends. Yeah. Tropic Berry Sprite does the, fucking hit. Tropic Berry. Oh, Sprite. true. Now seen me do this Sprite? before. Peach Sprite is nuts. Peach Sprite is that one. Mm-hmm. That's Ernell's seen me do this before at the movies, though. I'll I'll put in like like a third of ice in my cup, and then I'll do like a third lemonade, and then Sprite when I'm at the movies. And so it is I'll one do, of the most refreshing. What I'll do ever. is I'll take a large cup, fill it like three fourths with with Sprite and ice, and then I put some gummy bears and some cough syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We also have the tropical sprite herself, uh, the wonderful Genesee Queen of Bitchin, Gabrielle. How you doing, baby? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. How, how's it, how's your weekend? We haven't had you here in so long, Genesaw. How are you and oh, your wow. little sucker? <laughs> Me and my little sucker are good. <laughs> you know, just sucking as I do. Um, it's become a problem actually. I I got a little bag of just the bubble the bubblegum flavor. Oh my god. Seventy five um, count of dum dums, huh? Because I'm slut and um I love dum dums. Oh. And so that's how I've been. That's about it. All right. I'm I love that for you. I didn't I didn't writing. say it as long as you said it and I did not say it. <laughs> that's, that's that's fine. That's fine. I'm not 
<laughs> I'm not a part of this. I'm not a part of this at all. That's okay. We also have the other slut of our okay. show. It is <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. We got him, baby. It's twitch.tv's DJ <laughs> I'm a virgin. So uh, how's it feel? Uh, how's it feel to be the second, <laughs> the second place slut? You know don't let him. Don't don't lie to us I'm, like I'm, that. I'm a, I'm a virgin. No. Are you because if are you saying that you're not the first place slut? Because I don't believe you. I mean, we're all first place sluts, right? Tell him. Okay. Again. But wait, so wait, if everyone else is first place, why am I second place? Then why, yeah. well, you're, you're, you're first place. Why you're first place. So you're treating me like a second class citizen. <laughs> you're no, becoming no, no, just no. like the man. No, no, I'm treating you like a second class slut. Discrimination. Wow. Better than a citizen. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? What do you would have? I don't like the. I didn't agree to these terms, nor did I consent to them. You know what? That's, that's okay. DJ, how's your day going, dog? Uh, it's going good. I, I relaxed. Uh, I don't have class today, so I slept in. Uh, me and my my friend Z went to go eat some nice pasta. She was good. Some she nice pasta. Some nice pasta. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, there's this place called like La Contea, and this shit's. Um, I got their. Uh, I don't know how to say it, like their La Contea uh, Milanese. Like, okay. Okay. Which is like they they have like, uh, fucking. Fried like uh, uh, fucking chicken with with fucking veal and on prosciutto on top with cream sauce. Oh shit! Okay, it's good. Shit was see. good. I see you on that. And um, and then uh, Z had the grouper. The grouper was fucking delicious. Um, I've, I've never heard of grouper before. Never heard but of grouper. It's fish. It, <laughs> yeah, it's fish. It's fish. It, it's definitely. I mean, I've heard of it, like I, but I've never like seen it. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen it cooked. Like I know of grouper through fucking Stardew Valley fishing. Like that's all I know. Of grouper. Um, Good game. Good and game. yeah, so yeah, and then we had some wine. Some this red wine called the, I think it's called the Walking Fool, which is nice. Mm. It was good. I like it. That's um, uh, that's La Lega. <laughs> Stupid old a what? <laughs> right, that's how you say it in Italian. I don't know. I I, I don't know Italian well enough to, <laughs> to know the translation. No, I think you just gotta speak more with your hands, and then and then it'll be mm. Italian. Yeah. See, now okay, I understand right. what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say a single know, yeah, thing, but you understood me, right, Garrett? <laughs> that's how Italian <laughs> works. That's exactly how Italian. <laughs> <laughs> babe, babe, what was the name of the Japanese place we went to a little weekend? The sushi place. Oh, oh. We were, we were. Mummy What was that? Mummy Mummy So it's a Japanese place, but I heard the name and I was like, it sounds Italian. <laughs> it's called Mummy <Mumiji's. laughs> The entire time, like, Mummy <laughs> Poor Gary. <laughs> Oh, Gierke, Sicilian bastard. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm not sorry for what we're doing for you guys tonight because this is the good 
Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. If you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions to topics of the show, get exclusive post-show content, and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yer. Thank you, gentlemen. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest on entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record this show live right here at twitch.tv slash good kraken Saint with the Yarg. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. DJ, tell them. Prime Gaming. And we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Nobody? Nobody? Don't give me the review. Okay. Yar, yar. Review. Review. Yar. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, DJ. <laughs> it's usually what? review, but like Devin's out for oh. the past 10 minutes. Do as a, I swear to God, if we get another Devin disappearance in the middle of <laughs> yeah, I, I swear to God. Oh my God, dude, for real. Uh, DJ, we have. Yes. Some captain's orders. My friend, God, you guys are just dropping my cues left and right. This is just killing, just killing me today. Uh, that's okay, Genesis. I'll give you cues for the rest of the episode, uh, guys. Our oh, no. latest episode. <laughs> that's a bad idea. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a bad idea. Of all the things that we could be doing, that's the bad idea. Oh no. Oh no, that's that's not a good sign, no, guys. Ernell no, uh, referenced me as a second class slut, so I I I, I don't know if I. He's, I don't he's know if purposely I dropping your cues now. <laughs> you're guys, a first class slut, DJ. You're just as funny as the rest of us. Don't let him lie just, to you. Can we can we get rid of the slut moniker? Like I just I don't. No, wanna, no, we can't. We, just, we can't. No, I mean, that's like the a rest of us are sluts, so you cannot be one if you want to not be one. But yeah. Guys, our most recent episode of the Shipwreck Show is now live. Uh, that is available on your podcast service of choice and on YouTube.com slash Good Show. And uh, that episode, we talk a lot about uh, a good old handful of food mascots that we want to bang. Um, and we rank them. We rank them from most to least bangable in the top five uh, consensus of all the, you know, top most popular uh, food mascots. And uh, fun fact, it's wild. It's a wild list. We, we get into some pretty nitty gritty stuff. That was actually a recommendation uh, question via our own Genesee Gabrielle, um, who just, just delivers the goods. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just gives us yeah. the content. Um but you guys can catch that over there, and it'll be right there for you. Uh, in the meantime, guys, uh, please, the rest of our month is still going to be a little bit hammy weird. Uh, this next week, we have a fairly relatively, actually this week, excuse me, of a fairly relatively normal schedule. But next week, things are going to get a little bit weird again. We have to flip some stuff around to accommodate for us. Uh, doing our review for Mario Brothers, but also doing our review for Evil Dead Rise, which will be happening next week as well. Uh, so please uh, just keep following up with us at the end of our episodes or go check out our Discord. Where we post uh, actually our lovely Garrick posts our weekly schedule every Monday that you guys can find there in a little section called weekly schedule. <laughs> 
Nothing special. Crazy, there. right? <laughs> just keep it, just keep it nice and clean cut. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing, nothing crazy Professional. special. Exactly, exactly. So, um, don't know where Devin's at still, uh, <laughs> but I guess we will uh, just go ahead and keep things pushing here, uh, guys. So we are going to move into our final, only main segment here today. Uh, Garrett, could you please let the people at home know what we're doing next? You better protect your neck. Looks <laughs> we headed to the gallows. Let's go. Wow, you thought that very aggressively. I was not, <laughs> not prepared for that one. That was that was fucking wild. So uh, the He's way so angry about the Italian joke. <laughs> we very we. Yeah, no, I do not blame him. Hundred <laughs> percent, not a blame to be had for this man. Uh, so the way we're going to do this, guys is uh, we're going to go ahead and I'll give you guys a quick rundown on some of the statistics of each movie here. Actually, let me back up. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, we're ranking phase one, MCU. My mistake. Here. Yeah, well, let me back what are we, here. Okay. What, are we, what are we doing? The Marvel Cinematic Universe phase one, our official rankings. We are beginning this now, and then going forward, each quarter, we'll be adding on another phase of the MCU to our overall rankings as a whole until eventually we're caught up and we have all of the MCU movies ranked together. And then Mm -hmm, we can mm -hmm. do the B animated movies. (laughs) Uh, And just add those on, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Look, I'm already stressing about eventually adding the TV shows. Oh dude, I'm so excited. And you know, we will be talking about that. In the future, uh, it'll be. I know it'll be an because there's a lot of them now. There are a lot of there's them. I mean, thankfully, there's them. not like a, a crazy amount of them. And if we keep ourselves on top of things, then like maybe it'll be you know easy to catch up later. I don't know. It kind of it kind of seems like they're leaning away from being so heavy on the show. So maybe they'll maybe we won't get as many going yeah, forward. We'll but we'll see. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. we'll have to find. I hope out. we have more. I love those. You know, <laughs> we just need more She-Hulk around here. That's really kind of Shut the only the fuck show. Up. I hate you. I hate <laughs> you she- so much. Season two, when? When season two? I know, <laughs> fucking right. Like, I hate it here. Can these we confirm season three, away. four, and five? <laughs> <laughs> these guys walked away from all of the shows they gave us, and we're like, uh, I guess that Ms. Marvel and WandaVision were fine, but give me She-Hulk. Oh yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, <laughs> listen, I I gave Miss Marvel flying fucking colors, okay? I was like I 100%. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is great. I, I actually went uh, I, think it's I, my I went favorite. to watch it the other day. It's a good show. It's great. Yeah. It's a good show. Very, very I think good it's show. my favorite of the TV before shows. that review. Yeah, I would have said it. I would I would have said my answer. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, She-Hulk was fun. I, She-Hulk was fun. I I enjoyed She-Hulk. That's it. Good show. It's a fun show. Good show. Good show to me. I do really like the romance in that show. I'll give it that. Mm -hmm. The Marvel romances are hard to sell me on because they suck. But that one, I was I was here from the from the drop. I was like lawyer. I know, right? Double lawyer, lawyer lawyerathon. You know what I'm saying? Just lawyers love a power tangled, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Both super powerful, dude. Like we need to have her on his show so that we can actually see their sex. That I'll take. <laughs> yeah, for, right, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, Satan chat. That's very true. Satan chat said, yeah. "Look, if you just like She Hulk for the butt, say so." 
You know? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, yeah. That is no, where I'm at. No opposition here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, uh, strictly there for Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Grossman a- says that it's was- actually it's the boobs, uh, which is fair. That's also a fair assumption as well. Guys, let's dive right into this here, okay? So what we're going to do is we'll give you guys some information based on movies because it's been a really, really long time. Uh, kind of get all of us caught up here on the same page what you know the movies did back in the day. Uh, I'll have each of us give our top-level thoughts of that movie. Um, and then we will place it in a ranking based on each movie. So Iron Man, obviously, is just going to get placed. Uh, but then when we get to Incredible Hulk, we have to, as a group, decide whether or not it is better or worse than Iron Man. And then we get to Iron Man 2. Uh, we have to decide if that is better or worse than Incredible Hulk. And then decide if that's better or worse than Iron Man 1, so on and so forth. And we'll work our way there. Um, so without any further ado, we are starting with Iron Man. Released May mm-hmm. 2nd, 2008. Mm-hmm. Directed by John Favreau. DJ. Do it. Yes. Do it. Do it. Oh. Name is Chef. Thank you, sir. A uh, budget of $140 million in a box office, Jesus Christ, of $585.8 million in a runtime. It's a lot of millions. Of two hours and six minutes. So, Devin's not here currently. I just texted him to make sure that he's good. So, I'm just waiting for his reply or whatever the fuck he's doing. Uh, so, we're going to go over to DJ. DJ, your yeah. top-level thoughts of Iron Man 2008. Dude, just like I fucking remember it, man. This shit, this movie is fucking gold. This is this this movie, I like, if, if, if the MCU just never existed and we just had Iron Man, like, I, I would be fine with it because this shit, this was crazy. I'm watching this back. I don't, I don't think like you could, you could have this movie now. You release this movie now, uh, like, and it will still hit because it's just, it's so nice. John Favreau is a fucking genius. Okay, fucking love John Favreau. Anything he touches turns to gold. Um, in that true. My name is Chef. My name is Chef. My name is Chef. <laughs> Continue, DJ. Chef is a great movie. Go watch Chef. Go watch Chef. That's my comfort movie. I love that movie. Cheers. Anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like cinematography is pretty good. Um. Just introducing Tony Stark as a character and uh, understanding like the uh, the context of like how rdj was just fu- like everyone looked at that guy, that guy like he's a fucking lunatic before this fucking movie like this guy is off the rails and then he fits in this role perfectly and it is the start of something insane um and yeah this is it, it it's hard to top this in my in my opinion hard okay. to top um iron man one I like it. I like it. Garrick, let's move to you, my friend. Your top level thoughts on Iron Man. Uh, without Iron Man, the MCU literally wouldn't exist. Period. Punch it. Send it. Mail it home. Get it period. signed. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, like that's a, like mm-hmm. Iron Iron. If if Iron Man flopped, we were done. It would have it would have stopped where it started because we've gotten several other iterations of Marvel characters throughout the years, and they've all been met with incredibly, incredibly mixed receptions. Um, 
and the MCU is actually way by far from perfect. Um, but I think I'm along with DJ that like, honestly, if, if the MCU didn't exist it and it stopped and started with Iron Man, I'd be, I'd be so happy. Um, like I, I absolutely love Iron Man and I thought it was just such a befitting character and you can't deny that it is one of the best, if not like the best casting in all of the MCU. Um, and that's a hill I'm kind of willing to die on. Um, sure, sure. Like there are some other people that are like so close, but I think, I think Robert Downey Jr. As, uh, as, uh, as, as Tony Stark was just a like, lightning in a bottle casting choice um and he embodied the character so well um honestly i'm just it still holds up surprisingly even like watch i re-watching it i was just like i would remember like i was like why is this some of this cgi i feel some of the better than some of the phase three and four movies that we got like towards the end we're like what the hell uh it was an incredible quality film for the budget they were working with at the time and i'm grateful that it was a success Yes, absolutely. I like it. Uh, Devin is letting us know he... Uh, no, not Siri. Fuck off. Uh, Devin is letting us know that Amos got sick, so he's he's having to hop off oh, now. Uh, but we'll, oh no. we'll see if we can catch up on with him later. <clears throat> so, uh, with that said, Genesa, your top level thoughts. <laughs> oh, um, and I already know <laughs> half of this, of Iron Man. Go ahead. It didn't age as badly as I thought it was going to. Oh, um, go. That okay. being said, yeah, I okay. So the movie is great for a terrible character. Um, I know that's mm -hmm. a big statement because a lot of people love Iron Man, but I'm sorry, the douchey rich man who uses women and like has a tiny bit of a moral compass who's like like that. It's still all about him. Like the the rich narcissist didn't age well for me um sure. it's not interesting at all and um it's like i don't think it was that interesting even in the context of the heroes that we had at that time um but i will say that it was a very well done superhero movie for its time like seeing the stuff that we have now and watching it back like i was really impressed with the cgi um this the dialogue and stuff was fine um i think it's it's hard to work with with a character who is kind of shallow like to make like really interesting um relationships and dialogues in that way but like in terms of like progression of the movie and like how it was shot and how it was set up that was all done flawlessly um and i would definitely agree with dj that like it would have it, if it was standalone like it would have been a really good standalone superhero action movie for sure sure i like it now i, I do want to ask you very quickly too do you do you deem that the fault of the character itself or is that the fault of the movie i it's kind of hard to tell for me because i'm not like super into the comic books and like when i do delve into the comic book stuff it's because i'm really interested in the character and i want to see where they come from i've never done that with iron man because i don't have yeah. an interest to know him um so for me they're like kind of one and the same um but i i really don't i mean i think that the movie did as really as well as it could have with what i consider to be um 
a not dynamic character. So I think it's more of a fault to the character than it is to the movie itself. I think the okay. movie did a lot with, with the, what it was given in terms of Tony Stark. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I like it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I genuinely to this day very much enjoy Iron Man as a movie. Um, I think that Garrick's right on the dot. If it wasn't for this movie banging as hard as it did, we never would have got the MCU. Um, and that is a testament to how good of a superhero movie this movie actually is. Uh, I mean, we at this point, all intents and purposes, we really had only seen a very small handful of superhero movies try to do what the MCU was getting ready to do, right? As far as far as giving us, you know, superhero content as that is, you know, going to be considered and, you know, solidified for the future. Uh, Iron Man, I think, holds up extremely well to this day as a movie. Um, the it the CGI is fucking incredible. <laughs> like like the CGI of this movie is really fucking good. Like I I I remember specifically like seeing the scenes and just just to let you guys and everyone at home know too we're going full spoilers on this like we're we're totally like if you haven't seen these fucking movies after more than a decade we're i don't know phase five man i don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell you <laughs> like, that's why i'm sorry uh we won't do future spoilers okay we'll try to refrain yeah. from talking too much about what happens in the story what we know in the story so we can just kind of start off fresh and continue our thoughts from there so um with that said though there's the scene where Iron Man goes uh, after he's gotten his suit made and he's like, all right, like I need to stop these guys from using these weapons. And he goes and tries to destroy the bunker bombs and saves all those people in the Middle East. Um, his suit looks crisp in that fucking scene. Yeah. It looks mm -hmm. so good. The dynamic shading that's in it, the lighting, the highlights of it, uh, even like the small textures and stuff from it being like beaten up from dust and dirt and explosions and shit. Like it, it, the movie looks incredible for it being 2008 mm -hmm. Marvel. Right. Uh, the story is pretty cut and dry. If we look at, like at superhero movies as a whole, but I think what this movie did so interestingly is it gave us a superhero origin story that didn't just like feel like sort of a throwaway topic. Like it was thoroughly a like genuine, genuine, excuse me, origin story. And that was something that we just hadn't really gotten a lot at the time. Um, and to this day, I look back on this movie and even, you know, while watching it to get ready for us doing these rankings, um, I felt like Iron Man was worth every single dollar that it made. I mean, like half a billion dollars, more than half a billion dollars for the very first MCU movie. Um, they fucking nailed it with this. And even though, like, you know, I do have some places where I agree with Genesee has said about Iron Man not necessarily being the most dynamic character on the world. Uh, this movie is just fun. It is a fun superhero movie, a fun entry into this massive slew of movies that you know we're going to be getting in the future but again not going to dive too deep into that um yeah this movie is so fucking rad i love it every time i watch it i've probably seen this movie like a good 10 times at this point and it just hasn't gotten old to me um like iron man as as a character is cool but all the other characters around him are so much fun i mean like to this day like oh shit 
Oh, Devin, Devin's back. Okay. <laughs> um, I just had to take care of stuff. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, we 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 met. How's how's Amos? Is he okay? Uh, yeah, he's okay. He threw up a few times, and I what, just uh, took he... care of it. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Uh, but I'm just monitoring him. I just laid down some towels, and he's laying on the floor over here. Keep an keep an eye on baby boy. I got you. It's yeah. okay. No worries. So, uh, I'll I'll finish up here, and then Devin will catch you up on how exactly we're doing this, and then we can move into your thoughts on this. Okay. So, um, uh, anyways, yeah. In summary, Iron Man I think has aged magnificently well, um, and honestly, like holds up amongst a lot of the MCU movies, even some recent ones that we've gotten, uh, to be completely honest with you. I think Iron Man's fucking gold. Uh, so Devin, what we're doing is we're going through each movie, giving our top level mm-hmm. thoughts, dicing it up really quick. And then after that, we'll place it's it, that movie in the ranking. So obviously for Iron Man, we're just going to be placing it just dry as is in the movie in incredible Hulk. Uh, but, after yeah so basically we'll just be placing that when we get into the other ones we just have to determine whether or not it's better or worse than the top movie list and work our way down so uh okay devin uh we all finished up here what are your top level thoughts on iron man uh i think it's one of my favorite uh mcu movies overall honestly i think it's a one of the best origin stories actually no i will say it's the best origin story I feel oh like wow MCU. oh he's said the yeah. best oh wow okay. listen i didn't best. just watch phase one recently i watched the whole mcu saga i sure, just finished sure. it two days ago actually with okay. thor love and thunder um so um i i think it's my favorite origin story in in the entire mcu and robert downey jr as tony stark as iron man is probably one of the most on point castings that we've had because not only is he just himself as RDJ, but he is the epitome of Tony Stark, whether you take comic source or from the movies or, you know, even what video game yeah. material. Um, and Iron Man is just actually kind of like one of the cooler characters, in my opinion. It's kind of almost like that Batman vibe, you know, rich billionaire becomes superhero, doesn't have superpowers, finds a way. But um, I think he has a good arc in you know as just coming to terms with his wrongdoings and realizing that he needs to do better and um yeah i i just think iron man is probably one of the stronger um phase one movies out of the mcu i like it i like it my friend so that leaves us to now get into the first of the rankings here so we have the gk's official mcu rankings and right now we are landing in Iron Man. So I'm actually going to increase the size of this because it's a little bit tiny. There we go. 15 is probably good. Uh, That's what she said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Let's fucking go, baby. Uh, So next, ladies, gentlemen, ladies and thents, let's move into The Incredible Hulk. Released June 13th of 2008. Directed by a Louis Leterrier. A budget of $150 million. And a box office <laughs> nowhere near Iron Man's at two hundred and sixty-four point eight million dollars, and a runtime of an hour and fifty-two minutes. So let's go ahead and uh, move. We'll continue in the cycle, except I'll have Devin go before me. So DJ, go ahead. Your top level thoughts of the Incredible Hulk. Um, it's crazy that both of these movies came out 
within like a month of each other and there is such a stark difference um in terms of quality in my in my opinion between iron man and then the incredible hulk it's like uh i can't i can't even imagine may 2nd you see go you go see iron man you're blown away it's 2000 you're blown away and then you're like incredible hulk's coming out next month you go see it and you leave the theater like they're <laughs> they're under the same this is marvel still <laughs> this wasn't like uh <laughs> this wasn't just like a like i don't know i i, I don't think this age as well as as i thought it did like i even even back then when i watched this movie and i was like 7 um i i didn't care for it i was like okay uh, hulk has never been the like uh, the incredible hulk has never been uh a character that i uh i really gravitated towards so maybe that's like where my biases come in where i i don't really care for this character uh he is a cool story uh, but um this film doesn't help it um some spots it, it looks this this looks like 2008 like some parts of the movie you're like this is this is this movie came out in 2008 for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, but there's some there's some things that I I, I really enjoy. I don't, I don't know. I didn't uh like Ab- abomination looks good. Like like com- comparatively like like for its time like I'm like oh this is he doesn't look bad. He doesn't look like uh you know uh the, the CGI here doesn't look too too bad. Uh, it's you know might notice it, but like it's it, it still works, especially sure. for two thousand eight. Sure. Um. But yeah, I I just I I don't really care for the Incredible Hulk, so I and this rewatching this did not help. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, sure. okay, for sure. Yeah. All right. No worries, Garrick. Your top level thoughts of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, this movie was doomed to fail. like i understand i understand perfectly well that like ang lee's 2003 hulk film was standalone and this was not a sequel but that film had already left its mark on uh, on a character that already in my opinion is not strong enough to have a standalone mcu film and i think they realize that which is why they've never revisited the character in a standalone film despite the fact that they had one lined up in the future um and it never happened because he's just better as a supporting character uh he like he he just doesn't fit well his character isn't strong enough and his story arc just simply isn't strong enough uh to to propel a film forward because in the MCU saga that we have presently, most of Bruce's really, really, really impactful character moments happen off screen. Literally don't even happen in film. Yeah. Like a majority of it uh, because it's just not needed and it can't, it doesn't do anything for the overarching story that the MCU has in place or has had in place. Um, I also think this, uh, uh, the fact that this film was still owned by Paramount and 
published by a comp- uh, completely different set of individuals with a set with a different set of goals in mind for their film. Uh, it didn't mesh with what Iron Man was trying to do in its projection with the MCU. Literally, the greatest thing about The Incredible Hulk is its stinger at the end because it ties it into an already good existing film. Uh, but and sets up, you know, the greater part of the fu- the future. But this, I don't know, it just, this felt like such a massive misstep after the success of Iron Man because the casting didn't feel very good. Uh, Edward Norton's not even a bad actor. I actually like him, but he's just, it was weird. Like, yeah. he, felt, he, he felt like he was trying to way overact the hell out of the character and the film in general. Uh, the pacing and the dialogue choices were really, really strange. Um, and, as, and aside from a couple of really cool action sequences, there was nothing that put it on the scale that the Hulk needed to be on to feel, well, incredible. Um, because it didn't. <laughs> Uh, and and honestly, I'm just I'm really sad that it wasn't more successful, but I'm glad that Marvel learned from it and decided not to give Mark Ruffalo his own film. Fair enough. Genesaw. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree with that last statement because my top level thoughts are I wish, I wish, I wish that we would have had Mark Ruffalo from the start and I wish it would have been with Marvel Studios from the start because I think that the reason that the Incredible Hulk is bad is because it is the Incredible Hulk that we see now, not because Hulk is a bad character and Mm. that Marvel couldn't have done something impressive with it. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. I think that if Marvel Studios and Marv Ruffalo had been on it from the get-go, they would have done something really incredible with him because even when he's introduced oh fuck we can't get there yet but we're gonna talk about when future spoilers (laughs) when when mark ruffalo is introduced it's different it's a different hulk it's a different i mean it's just different and so um i'm really pissed that this is considered part of the mcu because it wasn't meant to be it wasn't created as part of the mcu it wasn't created by the studio like it doesn't make sense um there is something magic about what Marvel Studios has done with the MCU as a whole. I might not like Iron Man, but I still know that he's an important part of the MCU and his movies are good movies. Well, okay. I, mm-hmm. The first one was a really good movie. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. But they didn't get to have it for the Incredible Hulk, right? So, like, I, I, like, no matter what director we have, no matter what, um, like, who's the creative mind, like, now we have Kevin Feige, but we've had other people in the past. Like, we haven't had one entity, really, like, one person in charge of creative direction. And yet the MCU has maintained a really solid creative direction and a really solid backbone. And to throw the Incredible Hulk into that is just really unfair because it was never a part of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that if we, I personally would just take it as like, we see, we see the Hulk as starting off in the Avengers. Um, And I think that he could have had his own movie and like done well, um, the Hulk that is actually a part of the MCU. Um, I think if they did it now, it would be stupid. It would be like what happened with Black Widow. I mean, that was just dumb. Um, <laughs> and I'll be that. mad about that for the rest of my life. Um, I wanted a Black Widow movie so long and so hard. And we were, we were, um, 
we were cheated um out of a good time so yeah that's how i feel he doesn't belong here he doesn't belong here Devin. so i mean overall the incredible hulk not a great movie it's just not let's just let's just put that in layman's terms real quick uh edward norton i like him as an actor i feel like he's too smug as bruce banner personally (laughs) Um, okay yeah no no because like (laughs) yeah i i don't like the way that he portrayed bruce banner you know bruce banner is supposed to be timid is supposed to be you know like scared of himself right edward norton wasn't he wasn't you know what i mean he's just like i'm the hulk (laughs) i'm kidding but uh um it's it's uh i i that movie was like the longest hour and 50 minutes of my life. <laughs> Damn, it's like, rough it, out here, bro. Okay. Like, I would rather watch Thor The Dark World over this any day. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Honey boobies. Hey, how you doing? Uh, with 69. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, continue. It's, continue. It, it's, um, I mean, you know... We we got Abomination, which does pay off later on in the MCU, right? Yeah. Um, in a couple different ways. Uh, we got Theodore Ross, right? We have the introduction of uh, Theodore Ross. Um, we we get Betty Ross, which we have not seen in the MCU ever since, which is supposed to be an actual pinnacle character in the Hulk storyline. It's which is surprising we haven't seen her anywhere within, you know the mcu since then um but also like hulk looks so cheap in this movie (laughs) the the cgi was not great at all like not at all and uh some of the action sequences they can be fun but can be very disappointing in like the effects you know especially compared to iron man which came out the same year you know, like yeah. Iron Man looked incredible. The CGI in that movie looked incredible um, compared to that. And um, I do think Hulk does deserve another go at a solo movie because there are stories, especially now in modern day MCU, that they can dive into that would be actually relevant and important, I feel like. So I will agree on that terms. Um I mean, we got, you know, lots of stories like World War Hulk we can dive into. We 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 know that Wolverine is being introduced into the MCU. We can have a Hulk versus Wolverine moment. Hey, hey, you know? future spoilers. Don't don't talk too much. Hey, that's here. in the comics. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been announced that, you know, huge, huge jacked man is is repraising his role yeah, as Wolverine. Yeah, no, I know, in but future future spoilers. We're trying we're trying to keep this within the, the confines of people watching this and this only. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Anyways, <laughs> this is definitely, I will say it right now, this is going to be at the lowest tier, in my opinion, out of phase one, 100%. We shall certainly see, my friend. So uh, this movie has a lot of fucking problems. <laughs> this movie's got a fucking just slew of problems, and all those problems cannot be saved by how good Tim Roth is. I don't care. I love I love Tim Roth so fucking much, but he was not enough to save this fucking movie. Uh, there's just so many pacing issues, and I don't necessarily blame Edward Norton for being a bad Bruce Banner. I think this is actually a directional choice 
that more than anything, I think that they told him, "Hey, we need you to just be just be greedy and sweaty. Just need you to be just be scared of getting caught." And and so like the entire fucking movie, he seems like he's more terrified of being captured than he is of actually becoming the Hulk. Um, and there's not a bit of me that we don't even actually see the Hulk until halfway through the fucking movie. <laughs> more, mm-hmm. arguably more than halfway through the fucking movie and they're trying to convince us that convince us that this is a incredible hulk movie fucking whatever man it's just like i'm not gonna take up too much time here because i'm pretty sure we're all on the same consensus this movie's not good it's a very not good fucking movie uh, <laughs> and and just the the egregious amount of issues that this movie had when they they had back then only half of a clue of how they were going to be going about this rollout of movies because we're about to come to it here between Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2. It's a two-year gap. Uh, and I think they saw Incredible Hulk. Hi, Esco. Hello. We love you. Uh, we, they saw the love results you, of the Incredible Hulk and said, fuck, we got we to gotta fix this up. Right, like we can't let this happen again <laughs> because Kevin Feige has been fucking running this shit and trying to do this for like ten years at this point. We got to make this fucking happen. Hydrate. Longer. Um, that's because says hydrate. Mm. 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 Ah, yes. Uh, Longer than you, ten years. I mean, up to that point, up to Incredible yeah. Hulk. Yeah. Um. So, it, like, I don't know. There, there were so many issues. I don't think that there was ever any chance of saving this fucking movie. There just wasn't. Um, in ter- in terms of how it holds up to today, it doesn't. It, like, it's it's actually worse that it's older <laughs> because because even back then there were there were a handful of very good movies that came out in two thousand eight, not including Iron Man, <laughs> that showed that like you could still have a movie that has chops back then and still hold up. I mean, I'm pretty sure Inception came out in two thousand eight. Didn't Avatar come out in 2008? Avatar, the first Avatar movie, came out in, in 2008, yeah. I believe. Like, there's presentations that show that you can make a good movie in 2008. And Incredible Hulk was like, fuck that. <laughs> it, nah, 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 hold the phone. We, we don't, we don't was need it, to be Was it like, that, so. Uh, nah, so, yeah, no, 100%. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't even really need to say much else. This movie is fucking bad. And it's disappointing I... that it's bad. I have a question, or no, though, yes. based on that review. If you had a different director, would you choose, um, who would you choose to play the Incredible Hulk? That's not uh, Mark Ruffalo? Mark uh, Norton or Marfalo, between the two of them. Oh, yeah, 100% Mark Ruffalo, for had... sure. Yeah. Okay. Ruffalo, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, he and... is a perfect Bruce Banner. And we'll, and we'll get to that when we when we move into like phase two, obviously. But uh just you know, this Edward Norton, I don't think Edward Norton really had much of a chance. He didn't he didn't have the opportunity to actually like give us how good Edward Norton actually is in other movies because he's fucking outstanding in other movies. He's out fucking standing mm-hmm. in other movies. We just saw him in Glass Onion and he was incredible in that fucking movie. Uh yeah, but 
when it came to this, they were just like, hey, we were looking for a very, very specific thing for the story, and you just give us that. And he was like, well, fuck, fine, okay. And then, and even, like, fucking Liv Tyler coming out of fucking Armageddon, one of the best movies of our time. Coming into this fucking... reviewed movie, actually. <laughs> came into this movie, it was just like, oh, well, we're just gonna toss her out of the fucking way, I guess. Make her, like... They, they just, they turn the entire fucking movie into King Kong, and King Kong is a better story than what this movie did out for us <laughs> this is fucking disappointing as shit anyways let's move into our official rankings again here uh yep. we're gonna go ahead and go to here so i think i think and i don't like to go out of my way to speak for all of us as hmm. often as i as i can but i think we're in agreement that the incredible hulk is worse than iron man correct 100 percent yeah yeah okay absolutely all right, so that now puts the incredible bulk, <laughs> the incredible <laughs> at the number bulk. two spot here. Um, and now we're going to go ahead and give you a word from our sponsors. This piece of good cracking content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth. Silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. <laughs> you can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mouse pad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N Kraken for 15% off any Founders Edition mouse pad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators, and anyone here at GK can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights. <laughs> Luckily for us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Again, we don't want that. We don't want that. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators around the world. Now, I know that we've been riding this train for a long time. You might be tired of us talking about this. You might not be tired of us. You might want to just support us anyways. And you know what? For those that do support us, we love you. But the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of Joe. When I say Joe, I mean this rogue energy stuff. I need you waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old shit. <laughs> oh, wow. You grab your rogue energy cup. 
okay? You dip that bad boy, you just scoop that bad boy right on there. You give that bad boy a shaky-dakey, you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door, okay? You need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKRAKEN for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now, back to the episode. All right, let's go ahead and dive right back into here. Next up, guys, we have Iron Man 2, released May 7th, 2010, directed again by John Favreau. DJ? My name is Shift. With a budget of $200 million in a box office. <laughs> they fucking did it again, boy. Uh, $623.9 million beating Iron Man 1 uh, with a runtime of two hours and five minutes. DJ, your top level thoughts of Iron Man 2. Man, Iron Man 2. You know what we got to do, man. That is another classic, hey, another banger, okay? <laughs> uh, I, I I enjoy this film, too, a lot. Um, you know, introduces uh, a recast for War Machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We, they were figuring lots of stuff out in phase one, okay? We, we don't need to talk about the financial grievances <laughs> of actors. But yeah. uh, Don Cheadle, I'm glad Don Cheadle is, is now officially a part of the, the MCU through Iron Man 2. He's Captain uh, um, a better love actor. That guy. Love, love Don Cheadle. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't get enough of Don Cheadle. Listen, he doesn't no. have snow dogs following him. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's just <laughs> continue. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, this again, another fun movie. Um, uh, expands the Iron Man character a little bit more. Um, again, kind of playing off of the. Uh, your past actions and who you are affect your future type of thing, you know, uh, and all this stuff. Uh, I, I just, I just, I just thoroughly enjoy this. Any, again, anything John Favreau touches, I'm, I'm there. I, I understand. I like him. He's my guy. Hey, my name's Chef. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Chef. You know what I'm saying? Your top of thoughts of Iron Man too. Uh, after rewatching it, I don't hate it as much as I did when I watched it the first time. <laughs> but sure. I still feel like this is just a ridiculously forgettable movie. Like a ridiculous. Like I feel like if you blipped this from the MCU, like the rest of it would still be perfectly intact, aside from like a couple sprinklings of some pretty small things. Uh, mm-hmm. and most of it uh, was just. It was almost too Iron Man centric for what they were trying to do, oddly enough. Like, I know it was a direct sequel and that might sound kind of odd to say, but like it just didn't feel like it was matching the early projections uh, of the other films, especially like when you compare it to what they want with uh, with a couple of the other films we have coming up where like it broadens the MCU so drastically. This felt like it was still kind of narrow scoped um, and like early vision. And I felt like it felt felt a little flat. Uh, I didn't hate it, but I felt like it was just forgettable. Genesee. Uh, second that I had just watched it Friday and I like had to look it up on Wikipedia to remind myself what happens in this fucking movie because 
uh it's already left my brain like he was just like from what i do remember he was just a whiny baby and like there aren't many times when i'm gonna be on the side of the united states senate um but this movie was one of them because <laughs> they weren't wrong <laughs> that's true I this entitled that one, drunk jackass is running around blowing shit up because he can unchecked like fuck him I, it's not, I'm not on Iron Man's side in this. And then he, like, retaliates on that by being more of a drunk jackass. I was like, and then at the end, they're like, but he's the good guy. I'm like, what? <laughs> How? Like, he, in this movie, more than anything, he was, um, oh, God, I already forgot his name. The real-life rich douchebag, the one with the Teslas. Uh, um, Elon Musk. Steve Jobs. <laughs> he is, no, he no, is Steve Jobs is in Jurassic yeah. World. Oh, he yeah. is the MCU uh, Elon Musk. And, like, I'm just, Jeff Bezos. See, they're all fucking the same. <laughs> yeah, they're all, all same. fucking the same. Yep. Um, anyway, them, the jackasses, uh, he's just them with a suit. Devin. <laughs> I am the complete opposite take as you guys. I actually thought this movie was fun. Um, <laughs> All right, dude. I, I think that's just because I like Tony Stark being a jackass. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's fun. You talk about it a little. So uh, I I I like how snarky he was and kind of smartassy in this movie. And obviously, I like really do hate the U.S. government. So him sticking it to him was you know always good. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, uh, I think, I think this movie, it, it could have had a little bit better writing, honestly, but, um, I thought the pacing was pretty good throughout the movie. I thought it kind of went to beat to beat pretty good. I, uh, like a lot of the set pieces it had. Um, I especially love the Senate courtroom scene when they're like, Oh, the world is like copying your technology. And he's like, Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, like, hey, that's Justin Hammer. Let's see how he's doing right there, you know? Um, and, uh, but, uh, I wish Mickey Rourke's character was more fleshed out in this movie, honestly. I wish, um, he had more story behind him and, um, more, like, he, he needed more depth and more stakes behind him just hating Tony Stark because of using a technology that his father, like, worked on with his with tony stark's father you know like that seemed like very like oh you're rich and i'm not so i hate you <laughs> you know yeah, yeah for sure okay so uh jag mentioned sam rockwell was the highlight i wish he hadn't been used yet so he could play a different role now uh big agree big fat agree yeah um yeah uh so two things i want to say one uh this movie has the infamous quote i want the my bird <laughs> but unfortunately it does not have the even more infamous quote tony stark built this in a cave <laughs> with a box <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> um yeah this movie is very happily mid as fuck um yeah. and i'm okay with it being mid as fuck uh it is disappointing that i was mid as fuck because of how good Iron Man actually is in comparison. Um, I 100% agree with Devin. Mickey Rourke's character, uh, 100 times over, should have been more fleshed out. Uh, having him just sort of be Justin Hammer's crony in this situation, uh, then having mm -hmm. him sort of flip 
you know, the script a little bit was just so like, I don't know, suspected. And like, yeah. ev- like that was kind of the big, my big taking point of this movie is they just kind of took a bunch of really safe decisions and did it. And like that, like that was kind of like the biggest bummer for me, but the story is fun and I'm okay with it just being a regular fun story. Cause at this point, I don't know if they really had a whole lot that they could do with Iron Man at that this moment. You know what I mean? Like we can talk after this movie. Um, but I, I think that there was some development that they were wanting to do, but they were kind of just like, ah, we can't quite pull the trigger on that character arc quite yet. Devin, go ahead. Uh, one thing I forgot to add, I feel like this movie was also important in setting up the stage as to what is to come in the future too. Um, because it, it had some introductions that leaned heavily into what the initiative is. Yeah, I mean, like we see things like you know, Black Widow is now like a, an important theory. Yeah, you know, there's 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 a lot that happens in this movie that they kind of just use. I forgot Black Widow was in it. Yeah, they. Well, I and did see, that's, too. Yeah. That's the point because she's in it. She's in a lot of it. She's not though. really like. I was so angry really, like, with how they introduced her. She's not really like doing important things. You know, what I mean, like she's there. She's, she's not present. Her. And well, exactly. And and that's kind of like the part that like bummed me out the most where it's like this movie does some cool things like the entire like concept of having all the Iron Man suits fighting like <laughs> is fucking dope. That is a super fucking dope concept of like how they go about that and then like moving into War Machine and stuff. And that introduction obviously was that entire final fight scene is fucking cool as shit. I don't care what anybody says. It's 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 actually awesome. It's dope oh. as shit. Like having yeah. him back to back with Iron Man was one of the coolest fucking moments ever. Uh, but the rest mm. of this movie is just so incredibly mid, it couldn't make up for it for me. So uh, let's mm. go ahead and move into our rankings, guys. Uh, so DJ, I want to hear from you very quickly. Where would yeah. you put Iron Man 2? Uh, definitely below the first one. Um, I agree with ev- what everyone's saying. I think it's... I enjoyed it. My time wa- re-watching the movie because I just... I like the Iron Man movies. It does something for my ADHD brain and, uh, you know, it just scratches that for me. Uh, but... Yeah, it's definitely better than the Hulk. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. cool. <laughs> like, so you, we can put it on So we'll, we'll make, we'll make this not... easier. So so Garrick, is Iron Man 2 better than Iron Man? No. Is Iron Man 2 better than the Incredible Hulk? Absolutely. This is okay. middle of the pack. Genesee, I ask you the same question. Is Iron Man 2 better or worse than Iron Man? Better than Iron Man... Wor- or, uh, wait, worse than Iron Man, better than the Hulk. Devin? Yeah, two. Put it in two. Uh, this this is definitely uh, better than Incredible Hulk and worse than Iron Man. All right. You know, things go boom. <laughs> there we go. I like it. Uh, unanimous. 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 Right. But we'll go ahead and move back here so we can talk a little bit about Thor. Released May 6th, 2011, directed by Kenneth Branagh, uh, a budget of $100 million and a box office of $449.3 million with a runtime of an hour and 54 minutes. DJ, kick us off here. Your top level thoughts on Thor. Um, You know what I said about uh, Hulk, like me not caring about like the Hulk, really? <laughs> Double yeah. that for Thor. 
<laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, okay. There's a reason. I just. I I remember watching this movie and I just I I never I didn't like it. Uh, I don't know why. It just doesn't do anything for me. Like I enjoy Thor as a side character in the in the other like MCU movies like after this, but I I I can only count. I there's only one Thor movie that I watch that is like standalone that I thoroughly enjoy. Um, so it I I, I just I don't I don't like it. I don't I don't like how uh, how Thor came about. It just it rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> I don't like it. I like it. All I right. Like well, it. I don't like it. Yes, that's fine. Like Garrick, uh, your top level thoughts on Thor. Uh, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. I hate the first Thor so fucking much. It is literally the worst costume designing in all all of the mcu it looks so cheap front to fucking back and i hate 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 natalie portman as jane foster on all counts all counts their chemistry sucks i hate this fucking movie <laughs> the Woo! best top it's level review Garrick has ever done in his <laughs> so in almost three years of being on Good Kraken. He's never did something so much. Most <laughs> fucking that was great, Garrick. I love it. Uh, Genesee. I just want to formally welcome Garrick to the Haters Club because usually I feel like <laughs> I'm just sitting here hating on everything. So welcome. Um, I also hated this movie. I'm really glad I wasn't alone. Um, it just wasn't good. I, it's boring and it's really frustrating because Thor is a really interesting character. Like, I love I Thor. Mean, like Thor is a fucking God. Like Thor has like mythology in our world, not even just the comics. Like <clears throat> so good. But yeah, no, he's boring. He's like a, a child throwing a temper tantrum mm. that's gonna cost people lives. And then and then he comes to Earth and he like changes himself for a woman. And I'm like, okay, I love women too. That's still boring as <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. You don't change yeah. yourself right. for a woman, you become a better person so that you deserve the woman. Assholes. Yes. Oh my god. So then we have this like brilliant scientist woman who's putting up with a, a thousand year old child. Like I anyway, yeah, garbage. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Devin, concur. Are, you gonna be, are you gonna be the lone soldier again? Your top your top level thoughts on Thor. Yo, this movie fucking sucks. Catch me falling hey, asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I like, I like Thor like in this movie compared to Thor in no, no, hey, anything hey, else. Hey, be careful. It's just like, like he, he, he's so arrogant. He's so annoying. Every decision he makes makes me want to burn myself alive okay jesus christ <laughs> we got heavy thoughts on the good god no really it's like it's painful to hear him speak in this movie yeah it's oh. literally painful and the whole stupid so. cliche like oh, 
I don't know what a car is. Blah blah blah. <laughs> You're a thousand <laughs> years old. Annoying. You're telling me you've never looked on Midgard? Like well, that—that's the like your main realm you defend. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> How are you this fucking stupid? <laughs> um, no, and and like the destroyer being the villain, or well, it's really low key. Uh, it's just. Like, I feel like I fall asleep before I even get to the climax of this movie. Every single time I've watched it, like, after the, my first time. I remember seeing this movie and going, eh, when I was, like, younger. Yeah, yeah fair, dude. Fair. <laughs> uh, this movie is boring as fuck. Oh, my God. What a slog this movie is. Jesus Christ, man. You, you're telling me they said we're going to make a Thor movie and he's not going to have his powers for four fifths of it. <laughs> that's what they, that's what they fucking did for us. They gave us a Thor movie and he wasn't even actually Thor for a majority of the goddamn movie. What a fucking bummer this goddamn movie was. <laughs> they flopped in damn near almost every single avenue they could possibly flop short of having Idris Elba be in this movie. <laughs> that's like that's I have like more words reach. on that. Idris well, Elba did not have enough screen time or enough written for him at all. It's it's just like dude, they had so many opportunities to turn this movie around at so many different scenes. Thor getting his powers back should happen a way long fucking time ago earlier in the fucking movie. The destroyer being the big boss guy, uh it was just fucking awful it was fucking terrible decision why they thought that thor his first main villain was going to be that was yeah fucking are you kidding me like <laughs> oh my god dude like compared I could have done so many things. especially because you had the frost giants right there like they were literally. in the movie literally <laughs> literally like anyways yes yeah this movie is Sheesh. just a fucking mess and it it it's yeah. fucking sucks because it is almost not a mess. If they would have just slightly tweaked some things, just a few things here and there, this could have been an all right movie, just like Iron Man 2. <clears throat> Instead, it's just ah, like it's just a massive almost 2 hour and <laughs> hour and 40 minutes of it is Dude, just it that was long. Thor was, was so just long. just being normal? I just oh my god, I can't for the fucking life of me get it. Devin final thought, go ahead. The good thing about this movie was the introduction of Asgard and seeing it. That's it. I mean like, mm -hmm. like Garrick says like the costume design is fucking atrocious in this, which it is. It oh, absolutely fucking is. It. But the set pieces are good. How in the world they Asgard put set pieces? The, I mean, like, well, I mean, even I like, really liked yeah, the, the New Mexico ones. Too. Yeah, like, the, like the, mm. their set pieces were fine, but putting their fucking costumes in those set pieces. I mean, like, we we got the, our first chance to see the Bifrost travel in this, and that looked magnificent. But that wasn't enough. Like, like I cannot believe they like you have the cool ass moment of the Bifrost coming down. The symbols are engraved into the ground that it hit, and then Thor comes out and he's got this stupid fucking cosplay outfit on. <laughs> this looks terrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> and Mjolnir looks fine. That looks fine. But the suit looks fucking terrible. His street clothes look fucking not believable in the least bit this movie's a goddamn mess guys this movie's a fucking mess all right like that's that's i'm gonna end there before i go any further here so with that said oh boy we're getting into some fun details now dj is What's thor up? 
better or worse than The Incredible Hulk? Let's just go there. It's actually worse for me. I'll be honest. For you, it's worse? Like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think it's worse. Garrick. Mm. <laughs> let's just go there. I mean, like that, like that's let's just jump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we already know it's not than the other two. We already know that. Uh, I actually think I do dislike this one more than I dislike the Incredible Hulk. Oh wow! Oh. Okay, shit. Goddamn, uh, Genesaw. I'm gonna be the outlier liar here. I think it's better than the Incredible Hulk, and I think it's better than Iron Man two, and I don't care. Whoa! Whoa! She thinks it goes to number two. Oh right. shit! Oh, wow! She said what two. she said. I hated this okay. less than I hated Iron Man two. I'm sorry. Oh wow! Actually, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Hey, we're here to respect. Uh, Devin. So I can't really decide if I like Incredible Hulk more or Thor more. So heads is Hulk, tails is Thor. <laughs> 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 Thor's going below Hulk, baby. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So I think personally the Incredible Hulk is worse than this movie. Um, I mean, they're both fucking messes. Don't get me wrong. But Incredible Hulk was a massive fucking disaster, uh, if you ask me. With that said, ratio wise, this has us put, put us Thor the, yeah, it, above. Just above Hulk. Just above Incredible Hulk. Yes. So. We are now. I'm all right here. with that. Yeah, I, that's fine. I, I'm fine with this. Yes, uh, I flipped the coin for it. So, <laughs> Gen Genesaw, I love you. I have my 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 apologies, but you've been <laughs> slightly outvoted. Uh, I know so, I'm the I know I'm the outlier on Iron Man. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, well, it's I mean, the coin's fault. Later on, when we have more movies to have them go through, and you like say something like that, it is going to have to average out more in the middle. So, like, keep doing what you're doing. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Keep it pushing here, DJ. My Push boy, are you ready? Raid. Are you fucking ready, my boy? Say you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Guys, I'm ready. Captain America, the first Avenger, released July 19th, 2011, directed by Joe Johnston. Budget of $100 million and a box office of $370.6 million and a runtime of two hours and four minutes. DJ, your top level thoughts of Captain America, the first Avenger. It, I see Captain America, the first venture clips on TikTok all the time. Like, I think this, like, just this standalone is also, like, really, really well done. Um, and I I don't really see a lot of, of, of flaws with this this one. It could just get, that could just be me. But I don't know. Uh, again, like, Captain America, this makes me feel patriotic. <laughs> i can't believe you're bringing that yeah. back all right all right yeah. no it, it it is super cool like the way it's set up way captain america is set up um the world it builds around especially you know the, around this like war time uh like world war ii and shit like that i i think it's cool i think it's a really cool movie I think if you weren't, if you didn't buy into how the this could be a universe by this movie, then you 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 just don't like Marvel. <laughs> you just don't like Marvel entities, <laughs> properties, so on and so forth. Because this this will make you buy into like, oh shit, like this is it. Like we're 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 about to go we're about to go see all these other characters 
get introduced as movies, man, because it'd be so fucking sick. Garrick. Yeah. If there was one character story I could rip from the MCU and just watch it as it is, uh, I think it would absolutely be Captain America's. And I think that is largely in part due to this first film because this was genre blending in the best ways. Like it was a war story, a well-told war story on top of that, a well-told war story with uh, that had honestly some of my favorite casting in any MC movie, MCU movie to date, um, well-paced, well-costumed, and I, I, there's only one moment, one moment, one moment in this film that stands out to me. It's just like that shit looks fucking weird. And you know exactly which scene I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's the skinifying yeah. of Chris, Chris Evans. Like, yeah, and there was it. no way for that shit to not look weird. It was the yeah, nature 100%. of the way they had to do it at the time. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, like if I could, I honestly, I wish I, I can't, I can't ever. It, it's kind of, it's a little uncanny valley like that fucking shit looked real weird it looked weird um, it looked weird as shit. <laughs> it looked real weird uh but aside from that this is one of my favorite favorite mcu movies i absolutely adore chris evans as steve rogers and as captain america i think he personified him so well um and i think that this did a great job of telling a war story without uh getting insanely political in all of the wrong places. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Genesee. Mm -hmm. I love this movie. I've loved Captain America since he was a thing. And like, I really was concerned that I was going to watch it back because I started loving him when I actually was patriotic. And, um, <laughs> I was really concerned <laughs> that I was going to watch it back and be like, Oh my God, I really was a terrible person, which I was, but not because of this. And um, he aged really well. His movie aged really well. The like stories mm -hmm. in his movies aged really well. It really was like I totally am with Garrick. Like I was watching it, and like it was so uncanny to me how they like made it like like they didn't just have a Marvel movie that took place in the fifties. Like they had like a gunslinger movie, and like they had like a war movie, and like it was just so many things in one. Like that scene where they're outside of the um the place where he transforms and the like the shootout scene just so cool um yeah. but it all like it was the it felt to me the perfect blend of like going from like iron man and like the human superhero and then mixing like the hulk and mixing um uh, like the Asgardians, like all of the more like alien space stuff and like bringing that all into one place where it actually did make sense for it to kind of blend. And um, I thought it was just really well done. Really, really well done. And I, yeah, I love, love, love. I'm, who doesn't love Chris Evans? You know what I mean? He's the great. Goddamn equalizer. right. Ain't that facts. Yeah. Ain't that facts. Devin. This movie's rad. All right. I'm gonna say it right now this movie's sick i wish we had more prominent uh like more movies with uh hydra being prominent as the villain and um antagonist in them you know i wish we saw it more out because they they did such a good job and i love how they're just like yep these are the fascists kill them <laughs> just kill them yeah. captain america out here shooting people <laughs> like hey this is a super move 
ser- superhero movie, but you know what? He's he's gonna kill people. You know, this ain't this ain't Batman. You know, oh, yeah, um, let's go. But uh, no, it, it's it's just well written. The pacing is great. The set pieces are phenomenal. They really captured um, the the feel of a World War II movie, and um, within a superhero story, right? Um, this is right there, um, right there with Iron Man when it comes to best origins, in my opinion, because they nailed it. They fucking nailed it. Um, also, the casting was fucking incredible too. Uh, everybody did their parts perfectly. I, I I don't have any grievances on uh, any of the characters on the ways that they were portrayed in this movie at all. Um, if you have not watched this movie and you watch Marvel movies, then you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, man. This, this movie making less in the box office than Thor did is a fucking crime. I don't know yep. what the hell us Marvel fans were doing back then, thinking that Thor was going to mm-hmm. deliver something that Captain America was born to fucking give us, baby. Because Captain America's fucking it. Dog, <laughs> this movie, this movie, <laughs> bro. I cannot believe this movie is this fucking good for being like uh, surrounded by a Thor and an Iron Man two and an Incredible Hulk. This movie is fucking peak, man. They I don't I can't think of a single real issue with this movie. The pace is perfect. The story is does Captain America justice. It generally is just a good story told movie. Um, all the actors are incredible in this. Like. All of them are fucking incredible in this. Uh, you guys are right. Like they they turned a World War II story into a superhero story and made that fucking work. Especially when like that happens and like that switch and you you like the scene where like he he pulls out and you're mm-hmm. introduced to Red Skull and you're like oh shit it's a superhero movie now yeah. oh, like yeah. and it's like like when that, <laughs> switch, that that switch happens and it still works for the rest of the movie. The, mm-hmm. Dude, this is incredible. Chris Evans playing Captain America was one of the best fucking choices Marvel has ever goddamn made. And mm-hmm. he just personifies Steve Rogers in every way possible. And like, it's just one of those things like we talked about with RDJ playing Iron Man. Like they were born to play these fucking characters, it feels like. And the rest is goddamn history, dude. Captain America is incredible in every way, shape, and form. It, it absolutely can't say a thing, bad thing about you know, it. And, you know, having the same director who was, like, behind, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Rocketeer do this, like, it just made sense. Yeah. It just made sense. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So let's move into our rankings again. DJ. So if you could put it somewhere on this listing, Captain America, the first Avenger, where would you put it? It's tough. It is a tough decision for me, but I think I'd put it above Iron Man. Ooh. Watching, I put it above. Let's fucking go. All right. All right. I like it. Uh, Garrick. I think. hmm, I think this one goes into the number two spot for me iron man's better than captain america for garrick okay it squeaks squeaks by i mean it's it it does have the cloud of being the prequel to the greatest mcu movie ever made (laughs) but uh (laughs) but uh you know it but it's iron man's just i think it's it's it got a little bit more pizzazz that just ups it just just a touch okay okay genesaw 
You don't even have to ask. It's number one. Number one. All right. <laughs> I like. All right. I like it. Uh, Devin. Number two. Whoa! We got ourselves. I, I mean, um, you heard me say it earlier. Yeah, Iron Man. I think, your I think Iron yeah, Man is sure. my favorite origin story in the MCU. Well, Devin and Garrick, I hate to disappoint, but I would be picking this one as number one. Uh, this. Oh. Listen, and it's it is barely, it is barely to me, barely better than Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man's fucking good. Scraps. But I know, trust me, I know, I know. <laughs> but Iron Man does have some problems. It do, it does have a couple of little things in there that I'm like, ah, like they probably they probably could have done that a little bit. Like and a lot of like Rhodey, like, come on, man, he like like I don't know, like before John Don before we got Don Cheadle, like you know what I'm saying. But Captain America is flawless. It's fucking flawless, man. Outside of the weird, uncanny valley, skinny Chris Evans, that's literally the only thing I can think of that's a problem. And again, like Eric said, there's nothing we could do about that. (laughs) So we're going to put us, Captain America, at number one. I'm sorry, Tony. I'm sorry. I know you built that in a cave with a box of scrubs. (laughs) I'm not sorry. Fuck you, Tony. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He's dead. Good God, man. Good. (laughs) So let's go ahead and move into our final movie. Guys, we did it. We're here. We're here now. The Avengers, May 4th, 2012, directed by Joss Whedon, a budget of $225 million in a box office of $1.500 billion dollars <laughs> holy <Yeah>. shit uh <laughs> and a runtime of an hour and 32 minutes dj your top level thoughts of the avengers this still holds up um i i actually watch this movie more often than not like just be, even before we decided to like rewatch phase one I was like, I've always been like, you know, let's watch the Avengers. I'll even put it on in the background. Like, I enjoy this movie a lot. Um, and I, I think I, uh, there's a lot of people who agree with me. I think the, the chemistry between these, these characters, their dialogue between each other, it's very, it feels very natural. It feels, um, like they're actually having these conversations and, you know, the tensions are high. And you're like, what the fuck is going to go on? I think even the conflict, the inner conflict between themselves was more important and more uh, impactful to me than their fight with Loki and where the Shatari. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it like that, the dialogue between them, it was just so, it was so cool seeing how they interact, like first meeting each other and trying to understand each other's fucking quirks. And, you know, um, and trying to, like, figure each other out. I think that was just really cool how they, they, that story gets brought together like that. Uh, yeah, this is a good movie. Gary. Great movie. Uh, literally everything about this film is unprecedented. Its existence is a fucking anomaly. It should, we shouldn't, the Avengers shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. Yep. 
If you look back at all the development hells of all the Marvel projects that have ever been lined up, all of the flops along the way, this film should have never existed. But it fucking does. Let's go. Let's go, son. Okay. Okay. I love this movie. It is superhero in an ensemble on a scale never seen by anybody before. This was one like at the time this was literally like the this was like avatar level, right? Like this yeah. had never been done. This was a brand new incredible crazy thing. Uncharted film territory and it feels it. And it still somehow manages to make incredible impact with being the shortest film in phase one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. hey, wow. Uh, like, I loved this fucking movie, like from start to finish. It mm-hmm. is. I'm so glad. I'm just so grateful that the Avengers film exists. Genesee. Yeah, I big retweet to everything that Garrick just said. Um I, this, we talk a lot about like, oh, this phase is better than this phase and this couldn't happen without that. And like, oh, this is the best casting. But like this movie literally like it, the rest of the MCU couldn't have happened without this movie. Um, the fact that this happened is wild. Like I remember when this came out and like everyone was kind of dumbfounded. Like we expected it to flop. We expected to feel from this movie, how we feel walking out of every single DC film to ever happen. Um, but we didn't, we felt amazing. We felt high as shit. And like watching this back and like, especially like watching it now, like having the context of like all the Avenger movies that we have now and all the individual movies that we have now and all the character development that we have now, Everything that we have now makes sense in the context of this movie. And you can't say that about every MCU movie. You can't say that about every Marvel character. But the Avengers that we saw in Endgame came from the Avengers that we saw in this movie. It's incredible. Direct result. The direct result. And like the antagonism, there's such a fun antagonism in like across the MCU, but especially like when we start building those Avengers relationships, right? And that directly comes from this movie. Like the, the, they do have like such, like the quarreling is, is the villain. Like their disagreements and their butting heads is the bad guy of this movie. And it really is awesome because like, I don't know, just watching it, I was like, their quarreling is so much fun. Like, the the, the little back and forths they all have, and, like, Banner and Tony getting along, and then, like, them calling everyone else stupid, and then them being like, well, you're the dumb jocks, so... Like, you know, like, it's just, like, everything, like, like, you wouldn't be, like, we wouldn't be us without the muscle, you know? Like, it's just so funny, like, they're all, like... It's so fun. And like, I I think this probably had some of the best writing of the MCU, in my opinion. Like, I was laughing the whole time. Not, mm-hmm. in, not sorry, of phase one. It had the best writing of phase one, not the MCU. Best writing of phase one. It was just so, it was on itself. It was so good. Um, and I love Mark Ruffalo. 
as Bruce Banner. I know. <laughs> I, I might be yeah. going through like a villain phase because I was like, I pulled up to this movie and I was like, I don't remember liking him this much. Like he was like, when he got angry, I was like, oh, harder. Like it was just so good. <laughs> Stop. Daddy. Bonk. Bonk. Daddy, yes. Bonk. I really was like, like this super intelligent man who wants to be good but it's just so <laughs> angry all the time my daddy issues were coming to the forefront man it was a disaster i was here for it so good yeah Devin. <laughs> okay a few things iron man thor fight mark ruffalo big as as you know bruce banner hulk um Loki getting hurled around like a ragdoll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love this movie. Um, honestly, this this movie is very fun. Um, you know, like all of you guys have touched on, the inner conflict is one of my favorite things about the movie because like it it almost makes you uncomfortable in like a good way when they're like really getting into it on the mm -hmm. helicarrier, you know. Um, especially in that one scene when they're all talking about the staff, blah, 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 blah. There is a couple things that I'm just like, well, if you let Thor just take him back to Asgard, you probably could have like not had the whole Shatari invasion and everything, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, he does kind of belong to the, you know, Norse God realm. Just, yeah, just saying, of course, just saying, <laughs> right. you know, you know, you know, more, more American government being American. I said, but U S government going to U S government. Exactly. Yes, of course. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, the, this movie's fun. The action pieces and, and set pieces are fantastic. Uh, it set the stage for the MCU and what we know as we know it, you know, and everything that we've gotten. All right. Uh, <laughs> this movie's unreal, dude. This movie's fucking yeah. unreal, man. I like to this day. I still go back and rewatch this movie sometimes when I just need like some hype in my life. Because let, let me tell you, okay, this entire movie is just one massive, it's one hype setup for like one massive, bigger hype setup near the end of the movie, right? And it's it's just like, dude, listen, like Genesee was saying, like we saw the announcement for this movie, and I know every single one of us are like, what? Like they're they're doing it, doing it, like because we all like kind of had like an inkling that that's what they were reaching for, but like we see the trailers, and I know all of us were just jaw dropped, like fuck, they're pulling it off, right? Like they're really pulling this the fuck off, dude. Like no other franchise has ever done it the way this franchise fucking did, leading up to the Avengers. They were intentional about it. They made all the dialogue, all the writing feel right. All the character relationships were perfect. Everything about this movie is just dumbfoundly good in every way fucking possible, dude. Uh, Griff, Iron Man 3 isn't in phase one. Shut up. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Avengers is just cut and dry so fucking good. I mean, like, from the moment we get Bruce Banner, like, that's the secret cap. I'm always angry all the way up to the very oh. end of that fucking movie. Oh. That is one of the most scenes. hype, biggest fucking hype moments in so. fucking movies ever, 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 ever. And it, it's just goddamn, dude. Like, I don't under, I don't understand how they made this movie this outstanding. Like, they really, like, said, like, we need to culminate this together 
put all these characters together and it needs to be the best movie of them all. And they were like, all right, fuck it, Kevin, let's make it happen, man. And they fucking did it, dude. They fucking did this movie. And to this day, I'm still just like, God, man, we're so blessed. We're mm -hmm. fucking lucky we got <laughs> the Avengers, dude. Like, we are so fucking lucky we got the Avengers. Because you guys are right. Like, it, it set up everything. For the following decade, it set up everything that we up to what we have now and what we're going to get in the future. And I'm not going to dive into that, but God damn, this movie is fucking good. And I am so happy that we get a chance to talk about it together. So, DJ, let's have you kind of swing us in here. Where are you yeah. putting in your mind? Where would you put the Avengers? Oh, I think we have to put it at the top, man. Like, considering all the praise we have for this movie mm. and considering, like, how we talked about the other ones. And um, I know Captain America was great, but like I said, I always come back to this movie regardless. Even if, like, even like um, even though this is a themed, like, we're going to watch phase one, I would I was watching this way before then. I rewatched it after Endgame. I rewatched it after, like, I rewatched it a ton of times. I love this movie. So I have to, I think it swings up to the top. Garrett, do you agree or concur? Uh, absolutely. This is the culmination of four years of hard work put into effect uh, magnanimously. And uh, <laughs> I, I love this film. This, is, this one's got to be number one. Genesaw. I this is really tough for me because it is such a good such a good movie but I do think I prefer Captain America. Oh wow. Oh. Genesaw coming in. Okay. All right. All right. Devin, let's move to you my friend. Let's see what you have to say. Number 1. Number 1. All right. All right. And I have to wholeheartedly agree. Avengers by just the fucking tiniest smidgen man is better than Captain America of the first Avenger. The, the, the thing that the mm -hmm. Avengers has for me is just hype factor. That's it. Mm. And like that, that hype factor is just fucking let's go like eight different times in this fucking movie, man. And that is just so much more like the Captain America is good, but goddamn the Avengers just does something. It just fucking does something, man. Oh, dude, I'm so I'm so excited for this. Okay, so the Avengers, and that is it, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and thents. We have our official Phase One MCU rankings. We have number six, The Incredible Hulk. Number five, Thor. Number four, Iron Man Two. Number three, Iron Man. Number two, Captain America: The First Avenger. And number one, the motherfucking Avengers, guys. So. Now, going forward, every quarter, like we mentioned before, we will be adding on another phase to our official MCU ranking. So phase two, we are looking at Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man. Boy, mm. I'm fucking excited to talk about that one. No, exactly. <laughs> Look, we are going to have to start to make like these particular episodes like event episodes because they're going to get long. Yeah. They're I mean like hey we, we we that, have an hour 45 yeah. and that's hey 
we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen, guys. This is going to be you. fun. I, I'm excited for it. Thank you all for being here uh, to talk about this tonight. Guys, let's move into our schedule for the rest of this week. Tomorrow, we have 7th Brevin making a big old fat return where our boy Devin the Brevin Stanford uh, is going to be a fucking crimp. Phase 5 all time for last week. I fucking hate you so much. Dude, I know the boy where Griff will say some shit about me, like being a combat about anything in phase four for MCU. And he's like, dog shit. And it's like, fuck off, Griff. <laughs> uh, guys, Devin is going to beat Resident Evil 4 tomorrow night. Actually, I'm not going to be able to beat it tomorrow because I looked up and looked up the time, how long for me to beat it. We're uh-huh. looking at four hours for where I'm sitting, but I am near the okay, end of the okay. game. Okay, so I'm in some spookies parts. Are you Are you playing it at all tonight? You gonna not, maybe knock out? I, I'm gonna or? I'm gonna I'm gonna play some of it tonight. Kind of, um, but it also kind of depends if uh, we're doing some more tribes with Midgard or something. Ah, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. All right, all right, no worries. Well, you guys can expect some Resident Evil tomorrow night. Resident Evil Four remake. Uh, to be I specific. am very far. I'm very far. In the game. Yeah, he's 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 getting there. It's gonna be way more entertaining to see him playing it than my ass stumbling across trying to figure out how to play it after years of never playing the fucking There's game. There's no dodge button. <laughs> there isn't. There is no goddamn dodge button. Don't uh, need it. Yeah, that's goddamn. The parry window's massive. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It is very big. It you can parry big. everything. I was. I was getting. Uh, I was gonna hang him in near the end. I don't I was, even parry. I just kill them before they get to me. Dude, uh, for real. I was. I was just like dodge kicking the shit out of people. Like the yeah, little, like yeah. kick, kick, parry, kick, <laughs> kick. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Fuck it. It, it man. was. It was shoot him in the head. Oh, they got four enemies around him. Run up, spin kick all of them at once. <laughs> oh, dude, you can do it. You can watch that tomorrow. Because <laughs> yep. I, I would go kneecap, kneecap, kick, kneecap, kneecap, nope, kick. You just shoot him in the head. I have a fully upgraded red nine and I'd okay, shoot him once right. in the head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then Thursday, we have an episode of the shipwreck show uh, being live recorded right here at twitch.tv slash good crack and show. And you guys can catch us that there. Um, if you are in our discord, and you are a Twitch subscriber, you have access to the Shipwreck Submissions channel where you can write in to the Shipwreck show and uh, and very easily have your question potentially be asked on the show if we feel it will make for great content. And it is no bars hold back. You can ask us anything your wonderful mind can possibly imagine. Um, and if we think it's going to be good enough, We'll talk about it. It's going to be a fun time. So, uh, and then Friday, we have a Vermilion Voyages instead of a Splash Damage, where our good old Garrick Bartholomew Eaton will be playing a hit indie game that is starting to pop off with creators uh, all over the internet called Dredge. Um, this is supposed to be a horror sailing fishing game. It's a, it is a, uh, it's a Lovecraftian, like, horror fishing game. Yeah. Um, you should really stop by. I have horrible thalassophobia. This game really, really stresses me out. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fun for you guys. And I, the story is incredible, but it, it's I'm going to squeal a lot. I'm here for it. <laughs> if you guys want squealing, hang out with us on Friday with Garrick uh, at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And then on Saturday, we have another good cracking podcast at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, where we are going to be reviewing the brand new movie Renfield. That is, uh, if you haven't seen trailers for that yet, you need to because Nicholas fucking yes. Cage as Dracula is gonna fucking take me 
out. I'm so excited for it, dude. So, guys, please hang out with us for those. Those are going to be a lot of fun. Please also let us know what your rankings are for Phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let us know if you agree with our rankings. Let us know how much of a fucking fool Genesee is for not liking She-Hulk. Uh, we want to hear from you guys on Twitter. <laughs> we want to hear from you guys on Discord. And in the comments below uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. In the meantime, y'all, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash good cracking cracking if you enjoy the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and soon have early access episodes before the Olive on podcast and video services across the digital sea. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving. A review there. Review. Review. Hey, Jesus Christ, I miss you earlier, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Goggin. We're rolling on out of here, everybody. But until next time, my friends, Tony Stark built this in a cave <laughs> with a <laughs> box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs>